When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Here's the problem with the Philadelphia 76ers. Ben Simmons. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's over, bro. The Rich Eisen Show. Ben Simmons. He never intends to put on a Sixers uniform again. Is that what he told you, Doc Rivers? Well, I didn't say it in that word, but... We intend to get them back. Earlier on the show, co-host of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt, NFL Network analyst, Steve Smith Sr., actor Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Coming up, IndyCar Series driver, Graham Rahal. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air, and I just did something that I haven't done in a long time and that I used to do all the time around these parts, which is go to our green room, and see a guest sitting in it and me saying, hello, thanks for coming. <laughs> hey, what's happening? Can't wait to get you back out here. Oh, and man. it's Graham Rahal. Did you remember how to do it? Dude, it was just awesome. It's good to see him. And it's a big it's a big time for him and, and, and racing in general because the Grand Prix of Long Beach, the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach, the IndyCar season finale is this Sunday. And he's in town. He's like coming to visit us. He's double vaxxed. We're all double vaxxed. It's great. And I just let Graham know because I always shoot him straight. Uh, certainly he's an Ohio state guy and he's, you know, he's, he's had the upper hand, um, which is, um, saying, uh, something that is obvious and perhaps not truly even accurate, um, to put, give you the full concept of how upper his hand has been. So, uh, I just let him know, Hey, we all just got tested yesterday. We're all negative. So if we get it, it's on him <laughs> and he accepts that. <laughs> you know, just shot him straight. That's a little aggressive, but is it? I, I, hey, welcome. I We're all so. negative. If we get it, okay. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Do you like that, Chris? You didn't expect that one coming, did, I did you? Not, I didn't no. really see that coming. I love this guy. It's just great to see his face, and That's he's funny. just a good dude, and he's a friend of the program, and a friend, and human interaction. It's great. We're about great. to have it. It's great. Awesome. Graham also on the list of uh, taller than you'd think he'd be in person. Aha. Uh-huh. He is one of those guys. He's on that list. Yeah. I know. He is taller than you think he's in person. I'm one of those people. I get that a lot. You do? I do. Because you only see me from the belly button up, literally, right. Right. all the time. And um, I'm not Chris Maddox, for instance. No, Maddox, Maddox is Maddox one of those also guys. on the list. Much yeah. taller. Yeah, much taller. Than I, if I needed person. like two more, two more inches to be... To in your category, I'm six feet. A lot of people think I'm like five right. eight, five nine, five ten. No, you're you're a you're a true six feet. I'm a six feet. A lot like, of people like me just say they're six feet. You're a true <laughs> six feet. What are you? I'm probably more in the five eleven range. Is that right? 
But in high school, I was six one my senior year. Is that where you were listed? Yeah, just intimidation factor. Really. <laughs> You're like six two, right? TJ? What three? What are you? Oh, whoa! Oh, yeah, so, Damn. Don't sell them an inch short. Damn. Damn. inches, baby. He's a big guy. And uh, good to see you, TJ. Good to see you, Brock. Hey, Rich. Hey, and, and then uh, the uh, the wee man. Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike is actually 5'8 <laughs> on a good day. <laughs> Mike's got a boat, though, right? Mike's got that going. He's for got me. two boats. No, I have one. Mike is literally the personification of everybody I grew up with, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Liars? No. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're an a Is this thing on? I was about I to say, him excuse me. So excuse times. me. I'm sorry. sorry. That's excuse me. I Mike. was about to say, sweetheart people you, who are excellent at what they do, Mike, who occasionally stretch the truth. Tom Mike, Brady Mike, now. I, I hate Tom Brady again. Now I'm done. Mike, I'm sorry. That wasn't in good faith. I mean. Do you have any injury updates for me? Do you got anything? You got nothing over there. No, What's, I got. No, what, I got I what do you got? Is Dalvin Cook practicing today? He did not uh, practice yesterday. I know that. They had, I don't know if the Vikings have sent out their list yet today. Uh, Dalvin Cook did not pr- participate Wednesday. We don't know about Thursday. All right, we're going to we keep an eye on that. So what do you know, then? What do you know? Okay, so there? here's what I do know. Yeah, what you know. Remember how we've been talking all week about Lamar Jackson's flip into the end zone? Mm. Did he get fined? He did not get fined, but he did not practice today because he is still sporting a sore hip from said get flip. Get out of here. here. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, to me, flipping's the dumbest thing. in the- Like, you know me, I'm pretty easy on stuff. Yeah. Why the flip makes no sense. So, like, you might as well just let a linebacker pop you if you're going to do a flip and land on your back or your head. Let me, like, let me tell you, this is a good story. Because I'm, you know, I, I've been fortunate to do what I do for a living for a long time. Certainly with the NFL Network. And I've been around some Hall of Famers and I've heard a lot of comments. We have on tomorrow's show, Sean Merriman's on tomorrow. Remember? Oh, nice. Okay. Lights out. Lights out. And do you remember what his sack celebration was? Flipping the switch. It was, he has on one of his forearms a tattoo of a light switch. Yep. And so he would flip the light switch. Okay. He would, like, he would make this movement that I don't want to do because it definitely would not be artful and it would provide a gif that I don't want to see Well, And you'd probably hurt yourself. Wow. <laughs> to that point, we want like we. I'm on total access, and we're watching Merriman do his celebration. I don't know why we're doing that. I don't remember the construct or the context. I just remember Rod Woodson sitting there and saying, "I don't know why he's doing that." Hmm. And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "That would tire me out." And I'm like, "Like as a fan watching, he goes, no, like physically." physically. Right. tire me out like you, you need your energy for every play in the nfl literally every play and to waste your energy like that mm-hmm. i would be he goes i'd be winded like i'd be wiped like that would to keep doing that he goes later on in his career he's gonna stop doing that he's gonna have to stop doing that mm. and anytime i hear a story like what you've just told me i think of rod woodson saying that like why are you flipping in the end zone? Yeah. Like you are you are a guy who's running the ball all the time. You are a guy who neck up must I can't imagine how exhausted he must be at the end of the day. Seriously, think about it. Just Lamar Jackson has general, to think yeah. Lamar Jackson has to think neck up 
play call, coverage, right? Mm-hmm. Snap the ball, then he's got to be read. And then Run. most likely react. Yeah. And then while reacting, must look out for every single human being <laughs> who's very fast and strong come after him. <laughs> Trying to kill you. And then he's got to utilize his neck up ability to realize that the rest of his body needs to get down on the ground or <laughs> yeah. out of bounds, yeah. right? Yes. So why would you, instead of just strolling in the end zone, flip in the air? And we're thinking he's just youthful and he's terrific. He's Lamar Jackson. You're telling me he is right now not on a practice field in an NFL season getting ready for the Detroit Lions. Say what you want any given Sunday. They're all Alabama, from what I heard. That <laughs> you're telling me he's not practicing because he flipped in the end zone and he's sore from it. He's hurt. That is what's uh, being said. <laughs> oh my word! Crazy. Crazy. Lamar, just walk it in. Walk it in. I think that's the last time he flips this yeah, year. <laughs> yeah. Ever in his life, walk it in. You're going to need the energy. Imagine if he missed a game because of he that. won't. I know. I'm sure he won't. But. All right, uh, Josh Jacobs, we know, did not play last week. He did participate in practice he today, did. but in a non-contact jersey because of that ankle and toe issue. It's, it's toes, man. Yeah. Did you see Dion got? He finally got his did, surgery yeah. on his foot. That's why he retired, everybody. Yeah. It wasn't knee. It wasn't anything. He retired because he had a toe, turf toe. Was, and his foot is gross. Oh, my God. When he took his shoe off, we would all make fun of him yeah, until we realized just how much pain he's in. It's not pretty. Hope he's uh, out of... Uh, out of pain right now. All right, Carson Wentz uh, did not practice today. He's still dealing with uh, sprains to both ankles. Yes, sir. Uh, reports going around today that uh, Frank Reich wouldn't rule out a two-quarterback situation with Jacob Eason and Brett Hundley. Here we go, man. This weekend. Here we go. Here we go. Against the Titans. Against the Titans. Division game. All bets are off. Here we go. Indianapolis special. It's wow. coming. Oh, boy. That doesn't, All right. That doesn't sound good. What else? Uh, Hollywood Brown has been having a good start to the year. He did not practice today as well, oh dealing goodness. with an ankle issue. Oh Kenny Galladay, I don't know when we'll see him. Hip did not participate much, is the quote, in Thursday's practice. Uh, Odell Beckham, he's going to be a game-time decision Sunday against the Bears, coming back from that knee injury. Antonio Gibson, full participant today, shoulder issue. And Tyrell Williams has been thrown on injured reserve, dealing with a concussion. Okay. It's not okay, but I hope he's it's all not right. Okay, but yeah. Okay. Did you see the quote that Vic Fangio, Denver Broncos head coach, let, uh, let everyone know <laughs> that Urban, what Urban Meyer told him after it's the really game? It's really good. It's really good. In uh, Jacksonville after the Broncos had their second consecutive bang thing performance. Broncos look good. They are the leaders in the, yeah, but who have they played clubhouse two weeks into the NFL? Well, maybe three weeks. Yeah, that's right, because yeah. the Jets are coming in. Urban Meyer told Vic Fangio after the game that, quote, every week it's like playing Alabama in the NFL. <laughs> to which I responded, I thought about it, because this is done with the ultimate of respect. This is the reason why Nick Saban is at Alabama, part of it. I thought you were just going to laugh. No, I'm not laughing. It's it's 
He knows how tough this thing is. And the entire season, you know how every, I say there's a week-to-week storyline in the NFL and there's the storyline arc for every team and certainly for every season. The storyline arc for this season is can Brady do it again? That's the storyline arc for the 2021 season. And then every team's got their storyline arc for the entire season and the week-to-week. The storyline arc for the Packers season is How's it going to all play out with Rodgers? Will it end up with him staying, wanting to stay, and the Packers figure that he should stay? And, you know, that's the, these are examples. The Jaguars' season arc is how is Urban Meyer going to be in the NFL as a head coach in professional football? That whatever made him successful in college are grown-ass men who make millions of dollars going to buy it. Are they going to want their DOR? <laughs> Are they going to hear that Urban telling them that their grandmother wants to play football and fly jets? Honestly, you know, it's just like how are, are you going to buy what the drill sergeant is going to say or you're not? And how's he going to handle it? And you're already, I'm telling you, you're, you're going to be hearing more and more the first couple weeks, the whispers you hear or is, are the guys that he brought from his college world? Are they cutting it out? Are they cutting out? Are the and cutting cutting it? Are the NFL coaches that are there going to be something that he needs to lean on a little bit more? How's he going to adjust week to week? Are they owing to just because they were a team that lost their last fifteen games last year, and it doesn't matter what Urban's going to bring to the table that they all have to grow together week to week? That is the story. While the storyline arc is, how is he going to handle? And then you hear a quote like saying, yeah, they're all Alabama. Yeah, they're all Alabama in the NFL. The Marshall Falk told me the story about being there in the backfield, in the huddle, every day in Peyton Manning's rookie season in which Peyton Manning, the GOAT, sheriff of Indianapolis in Denver, and on, Mount, on my Mount Rushmore of NFL quarterbacks that we talked about yesterday, Marshall says, as Peyton threw 27 interceptions, he heard Peyton Manning say the same thing week after week without saying anything, which is Peyton, as he came off the field, said to Marshall or anybody, I didn't think he could get there, meaning the defensive back who just picked off the pass. Until Marshall, at some point, just decided to say, Peyton, it's the NFL. Everyone can get there. Essentially, you're not in Tennessee anymore. And the fact that you're hearing a comment that sounds like a realization, like, wow, is going to only play into the sense that he's not ready for it. I don't buy that. I think this guy is smart enough to know that he needs people to tell him whatever he needs to know. And if it is a learning curve, he'll get through it. Now, a lot of people think he will be hearing the siren song of Southern California, I I don't think so either. That would stun me if that's the way that this thing plays out in Jacksonville. But a comment like this only serves as the losing continues to say, is he ready for this and cut out for it? They were all Alabama in the NFL. Yeah, right. You mentioned... uh, Some less than. You mentioned the Peyton Manning, the 27 (laughs) picks his uh, rookie year. Trevor Lawrence has five already in Mm. two games. You think Trevor Lawrence gets to 30 picks this year? Well, I don't think it's any comparison right now than my quarterback, right? I think Zach threw one in, in the they week each one. Five. They, they each had five. five. Yeah. He just had four and one. Yeah. 
which sounds like the the worst football shampoo ever. Four and one. Four and one. <laughs> All those picks. Not great. It conditions, it cleans, and you see ghosts. <laughs> Speaking of which, Sam goes for three and zero tonight. Oof. Good for him. I think Sam's yeah. getting that three zero. Okay, let's take a break. A human being is about to appear from hey, the guest room here in person. Wow. I get to actually look to the chair to my right and see something other than just an empty chair. I hope the microphone works, Rich. Well, I'm scared a little. Graham Ray Hall will fill it up, buddy. <laughs> Can't wait. Six-time IndyCar Series winner Graham Ray Hall in person next. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. show every day like i'm putting out fires all the time are you nervous what's up man how are you what's going on good to see you mario still still uh have it yeah i hope so <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> 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 just give me the thumbs up
<laughs> Why do you do this for a living? Are you out of your mind? He definitely did not take it easy on me. I mean, we zipped right out, and I thought to myself, why am I going to do this? How long is it going to last? The best part about it, though, is that I did not, I think, show any fear. You're going to check the GoPros. My eyes weren't wide. I even gave a thumbs up at one point. This is as good as it gets. Rich? All in one swallow. The winner. One in, all in one swallow? All in one swallow. And it's, it's good for your hair, You are the winner. You are the winner. <laughs> Act like you've been there before. They say, love you, man. This is great. What an honor. Thank you. Oh, boy. That was great back in the day. You were, you, Brockman, when you did that ride. Yeah, I did it. Like the reason why I wanted to make I sure I didn't have any fear is because your eyes were wide as saucers, man. Yeah, it was your, terrifying. Your eyes were. I did it with, uh, yeah, with Mario uh, back in the day, and um, you know we were an inch away from concrete walls, going 200 miles an hour, and I was scared for my life. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure yeah. it was not, but it kind of felt yeah. like I was on a roller coaster the yeah. entire time. Yeah. So um, it was nuts. We're back here on NBC Sports on Peacock, and now we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our radio audience. One big happy simulcam and simulcast family. And I'm looking to my right and seeing one of my favorite people to be here as an in-studio guest. And he's here as an in-studio guest. This is amazing <laughs> to see you. Graham Rahal in advance of the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach that goes down this Sunday in the IndyCar season finale. How are you, brother? I'm good, man. Thank good you. Good to see you. How's your family? How's everything? Everything's great. Uh, baby girl's 10 months old now. Almost 11 months. Dude. Just growing like crazy. That is so cool. Understanding what life is now really all about. Right. Which is awesome. Right. But, um, no, it's been great. What's her name? Harlan. Harlan. Harlan Ann. Yep. Harlan Ann Ray. So uh, it's been cool. The uh, she's you know she's been able to travel to most of the races. Um, mm -hmm. You know which has been uh, which has been good because I mean travel is kind of funny as it is. I mean luckily with IndyCar, most of the most of the early part of the season was kind of in the south and then the Midwest and obviously as things kind of opened up even further. Right. Here we are finishing our season Portland and two races in California. So it's been fairly easy to get her to all those races and it's been cool. I mean the Long Beach. Uh, the Grand Prix of Long Beach is just such a historic Big time. race. Yeah. Do you feel that history when you're out there on well, the course? I mean, what do you... For sure. I mean, it's, what, 45 years or so, something yeah. around there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and, and I think, too, that people in this area, you know, in Southern California, I mean, whether you're a racing fan or not, you mm -hmm. know, if you say the, the Long Beach Grand Prix, people know, you know, people know, mm -hmm. and typically know it's April. Um, clearly mm -hmm. we're still adjusting and it's, right. it's our finale this year, next year, it will go back to April, which will be good. Right. But it's cool. Cause people appreciate, you know, what, what the event is. And I, it helped, you know, change that city too. I mean, when the first Grand Prix was there, Long Beach was not the best place to, uh, to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's certainly improved a ton. It's a beautiful venue. Uh, the racetrack hasn't changed much over the years. Yeah. So the ride you went on is the same as the ride I'll get all weekend. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's been cool. Yeah, I know. We just showed a video of of uh, me riding uh, with Mario Andretti. Took me around, and 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 I get out of you know the spin around with him, and I'm saying on the on the video like, you do this for a living. What 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 is the matter with you? I think I said that at to you because you had just walked yes I think onto it the was. course at that time, and that's so I guess I'll. I, I mean, it is. 
unbelievable. What is it like to be behind the wheel of a car on a, on a course like this one? Well, it's tight. You know, there's no yes. margin for error. Uh, zero. But I think that's also, from a mental standpoint, that's what makes, I think, racing so intense and makes mm -hmm. the driving aspect of it so hard is, you know, you have to memorize every single bump around there. And you have to memorize every single wall and apex and where I need to be. And if I hit this bump while I'm turning, it's going to move me this amount of feet or inches. And therefore, I have to give myself this kind of margin. But, you know, again, though, th this place doesn't change that much. And luckily, the weather in Southern California is always good, so the right. track itself doesn't change. Correct. There's places that we go to, there's places that we race, particularly in the Midwest. You get a hot summer, cold winter, you know, pavement changes a little bit. You go there the next year, and suddenly there's bumps that no weren't kidding. there the year before. So it's basically like course knowledge, like a caddy has a, a course Absolutely. book. Like, is there something like that for Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Well, we don't have a, a book right. other than just notes that you may take on your phone or uh, at the end of every race weekend, we do detailed notes uh, to the engineers so that we know when we go back there next year, we're going to study this. And, you know, these are things that we may experience. And if we do, this is how we reacted and it worked or it didn't. Right. Um, but yeah, everything, uh, it, it, it is, a, you, you could almost use a, a caddy book if you had one um, because every single corner, all the straightaways, even where you just drive down the straightaways. I mean, sometimes, you know, in our cars, because how low they sit to the ground, I mean, you hit a big bump on the straightaway, it can really shave off a lot of straight line speed so you know where, where do you drive down the straights you got to remember all of those things luckily i've been racing on long beach for a while yes so fairly used to it now and uh we're looking forward to a, a good weekend and hopefully finishing the season off strong Brock, brockman this is the point where you tell graham that when you made a left uh a right turn from the left lane into the aquarium that you might have taken a chunk out of the road like this yeah, is where i, I think you need to come clean yeah, chris because that. <laughs> that, isn't that when you said you were Prior to the yeah. Olympics here on NBC Sports on Peacock, <laughs> we, we, we mentioned what we're all, we would win a gold medal if this was a sport, fill in the yeah. blank. What was yeah. your sport this uh, year? My, my Olympic sport would be, Graham, uh, quarter mile or less to go. I'm in the far left lane, and I will cross over three, four, five lanes of traffic and make the exit there you go. on time. So that's, his, that's what he would win the yeah. gold in that. Okay, I will make well, it every time. You, out here in L.A., you get a lot of practice. With that, oh gosh, so you ought to be practice. extremely good. Absolutely, well, just that. northeast, just northeast right. driving. You didn't do it at Long Beach, though. I mean, this man. No, I haven't just told done it. I, I haven't done it at Long Beach. Okay, no, four or five, ninety-five. Yeah, anything with a five. Experience. Yeah, experience. yeah. yeah. Mine, mine was two bounce tennis. Like, if you give me a second bounce of tennis, I would win the gold medal. I that. actually agree with that. I, I like, I like two bounce tennis. Yeah, that makes it a lot easier for sure, uh, and a lot more fun. I mean, one bounce is. I, I feel like one bounce for me, it's over so fast that. Could you imagine you get a second bounce? Yeah, it'd be great. Please, Federer, my ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, pretty much. I got Graham Rahal here on the Rich Eisen show, and you're very nice. You brought this, this, uh, this version die of diecast. Yes, this diecast. That's the Indy 500 car. Look so that's a this, special man. dish. We don't even sell those. Rich. This is so very a, impressive. Ooh, um, very special thing. I love it, and it's got uh, on it an inscription. Uh, Rich, happy birthday. Because I was told it was your birthday, It's all Rich. good. No, you're a few months late, but it's okay. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> well, it's the first time I've seen you, so it's still valid. And then what it says here, I think I think, I think I read what it says uh, with your autograph. Very much appreciated. Go Bucks <laughs> is what it Bucks. says right here, right? Is that don't what it says? I think I could ever give you anything and not say it Go It says Bucks. Go Bucks on it, and you don't. I, when did you become a Milwaukee fan? Oh, oh. Winning the championship. Yeah. You know, you know where I'm going with that. When, when did you? When did you start? I'm not a from Milwaukee fan. Oh, you're not a, okay. I feel like oh. saying "Go Buckeyes" is okay. very uncomfortable. Understood. That's way too long. So I've got a trivia question. Uh oh. 
When was the last time Michigan beat Ohio State? No. Uh, no. It's a little more current than that. Yeah, it's more current. Graham, yeah. It's more current. Yeah. More current. So you've heard you heard how Oklahoma and Texas joined the SEC, right? Yeah. Sort of upset a whole apple cart yeah. and started a, a a domino effect. Yes. Where, you know, and Cincinnati is now going to the Big Twelve, yes. right? So there's a lot of dominoes moving. And so the Big Ten reached out to the Pac twelve yeah. and the ACC to form what they called an historic alliance. Yeah. Okay, there it is right there. There's the the graphic right there. ACC, Big Ten, and the Pac-12. So in the history of the historic alliance, which is not vast, it's only a couple weeks, uh, which team (laughs) won the first game in the history of the historic alliance amongst conferences from said historic alliance? Which one for the Big Ten came up with that one. I'm going to guess it's your team. That's correct. It would be Michigan. <laughs> it would be Michigan. That's correct. And I'm writing it down to make sure that we remember it over Washington. Well, Washington is terrible. Well, terrible. I don't know if I would call kids who try and compete terrible, okay. Graham. I mean, win's a win. A win is a win. And I, just, I will say, look, I knew that this was going to get heated today because you guys look a, a lot better. Thank I you. mean, I don't know what else to say. No, we do. Oh, I mean, but, we'll but again, once they play it's Michigan still early. State, it's or... still early. It's still early. But when you're trying to strike a blow on behalf of a conference, um, and you get an opponent in your house from oh, another conference in the historic locked. alliance, we've lost. You wanna you wanna stand your your no, ground no, I, on look, behalf I'm of others. You. So Trust which me, there's a lot of depression in Columbus, so then, Ohio. So then you right got now. you got the first part of the trivia question correct. Let's see if you can complete it. Which team failed? Oh, I know that team. In the first attempt at <laughs> trying know. to win one for the historic Lions in the Big team. Ten. Which team was that? First team we, uh, the first time we've ever lost Which team to was Oregon. That? It's just, uh, it, it, the hint is they're inscribed on this beautiful cast iron <laughs> car. Yeah, I'm well aware, Rich. Oh. I didn't, have, uh, I didn't bring a lot of ammo for you today because okay. I do. That's all I got. That's, uh, I'm out, I'm out of, I'm, I'm out of uh, my trivia whole questions. Season, yes. My whole season, and it's not even mine, uh, but my, as a fan, Yes. Is now just can we beat Michigan? You know what? It's ridiculous. That's really all I. That's so stupid. Stage, it's so stupid. You got a whole schedule in between. Like the other games don't matter. I mean, not what is really that? at this stage. I mean, that's the one. That's it. That's the one. Because you know, it's, again, we don't live for it. We don't live for you. You know what I mean? We live for 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 going a to season. Rome and you know yeah. doing all these fancy things. <laughs> yes, we don't. we're trying to live our lives, but um. Look, the number of times I'm already hearing it. I'm hearing it from you. I'm hearing it from others. And I, I'm about to hear it from you. Oh, the defense, you might, you might be able to get us this year. I'm hearing that already. And I don't want to hear it. With Ohio State's even? Yes. Yeah, they were bad last year, too. And the year before that. So you're concerned? It's going to be a gunfight. I think it just comes down to who, who can score the most. And I don't know. You know, I mean, you may not have even seen this, but they just announced that C.J. Stroud starting quarterbacks out for this weekend. Right. Um, so you're going to see two other that's the thing with Ohio no, State. I will say, and you can even admit this, they are so young that I don't understand. Like, you have four freshman quarterbacks. Two redshirt, two true. Right. I mean, at some point, you know. All I know. Just, there's no experience there. Is the all problem. I know is that there was a quarterback once upon a time in your school, not so long ago, who I was told, in fact, by Ryan Day himself when he called into this program, that he's really green. He's really green, and I don't know what he's going to be able to do. We're going to try and coach him yeah. up and all that sort of stuff. And he threw 50 touchdown passes. And this was after the green kid went into a game in the big house when JT Barrett got hurt. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's good for us. And Dwayne Haskins no, Dwayne lit Haskins it stuff. up. So I, I think he's going to – I hope that for Dwayne – like he was, Dwayne Haskins is awesome. I hope that the Steelers are in, uh, like some sort of a good opportunity for him to get outside of – 
what happened in Washington because right. he that kid had tons of talent. Now he didn't play much in college, right? He only played one season and then you know and then moved on and right. you know and obviously you got Fields who's going on hopefully this weekend Big have a weekend, good first start. Man. This so. is I think he I I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's going to be really good actually. Smart kid. I mean smart player. So. Look, I mean, we'll see. we just Graham Rahal here on the Rich Eisen Show. We just established that Urban Meyer was quoted by the head coach of the Denver Broncos, Vic Fangio, as saying it's like playing Alabama every week in the NFL. Like, look, man, I mean, Justin Fields threw the entire route tree on top of Clemson. Oh, yeah. I mean, Big he time. was phenomenal. Big time. In that game. And Clemson's defense, you know, half of it's been drafted by the Raiders and yep. pretty much over the last two years. I just think the moment's not going to be – too big from he's back in Ohio, yeah. which I don't know if that will matter to him or not. I it's think, in Cleveland, but I mean, it's just there'll be Buckeye fans in the stands. I don't know if they'll be rooting for the Bears or not, but I, I just I well, kind I mean, of believe in the strong. kid. I mean, if you look like jersey sales, what they say he's third highest jersey sales since the draft, and you know he's uh he's he's a heck of a player, and I mean I just I don't know, man. I feel like you know Andy Dalton's had how many chances now, and it's just not working out. And I understand he got hurt, but like right. you know Fields is a guy like I, I think Fields is certainly capable. You look at like what um, you know what Shanahan's doing with with uh, with Trey Lance, like get just getting him in, letting him do some plays. I mean he's been able to score, he's been a part of it, mm-hmm. um, working him in. Like I mean it doesn't feel like Fields has really had that opportunity. Sure he's played one or two plays, but mm-hmm. not not much. And it'll be interesting to see what happens when he can get in and just kind of play play a whole game. Um, the kid is so talented. He is. I mean, he is so talented. Like, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no reason to believe that he, you know, they if they want to say that he's not ready, then how are any of the other guys They're ready? not. Like, that's the thing. Like, They're when not. are you ready? I mean, I guess you got you to go and you got to play. And, um, and you're going to learn. You're going to throw some picks. You're going to have some ups and downs. But I just feel like uh, I feel it's a good opportunity for him. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited to see you know excited to see what he can uh, what he can do. No question, I totally agree. And with I'm you. not even a Bears fan. My whole family's from Chicago. I find the Bears mostly annoying. Mm-hmm. Probably like people find Ohio State fans mostly annoying. Yes, but I am excited to see it, you know. Not to correct you, I find Ohio State fans completely annoying. Not mostly. I, I'm sure you know, you And do. that includes you, who I genuinely like I'm personally. I'm sure you do. Um, and which is why I'm just going to tell you, you know, I think Justin Fields is going to be very successful. And plus, all he's got to do is just be marginally better than Mike Tomzak or Kent Graham. And he's the greatest Ohio State yeah, quarterback no, in the history of the NFL. Yeah, I knew this was coming, too. So, you know, um, you know so <laughs> this that's it. pointed it's out to the me. Bar, you know, like, there's a bar, and it's set, like, you know, it's down here. Down here. Right, especially when the bar being set by the greatest Michigan quarterback back to ever play in the NFL like there's a no, roof no, here no, and we no, got to go that's very not, top that's not even like fair. we got to go above you got to I, I don't even know even if I can reach up. Michigan that's just the greatest quarterback ever. and I've told you this yes I was not a Tom Brady fan at all why because he played in Michigan okay and now I find like I'm a big Tom Brady fan because I'm getting older in my sport and in racing you know you age and man the aches and the pains and how do I stay ahead of it now I'm competing with kids that are my when I started I was 18 you know and now you've got kids that are 21 22 you know, young that are doing this. And I'm right. like, you know, I, I, how do I stay ahead of this? Right. And yet you see Brady and you start to, as a guy like me who competes in a whole different sport, right? IndyCar racing, very different than the NFL. No, but it's just, but you can appreciate how has this guy been able to do it? How does he bounce, yeah. you know, back and forth? And I had, we had a couple uh, players come to the St. Pete, uh, Scotty Miller was one of them. Yes. And asking him about Brady and the mental aspect. He said, it's all week. 
I mean, he pounded into everybody's head, Super Bowl week, we're going to win. This is how we're going to win. This is what we're going to do. And then, you know, you take that in my sport, and how, how, do, how can I keep my mechanics fired up? How do I get my engineers, you know, engaged every single weekend? Mm. Um, there's a lot you can pull, let alone the keeping your body healthy and all that stuff. But I found myself to be a big fan. I mean, he's not just the greatest Michigan quarterback. He's the greatest to ever play this. And if you, you look at the record, it's staggering. Like, we have a guy in our sport, Scott Dixon, yes. who's the same. And if you look at Scott Dixon's record, you look at how many wins Scott Dixon has versus how many races he's competed in, yeah. the percentage is ridiculous. Now you look at the amount of top fives he's had or top tens. That those records will never be broken. Like you can't, you know, it's like 70% of the time he finishes in the top 10 in a race. When you think in racing, how many DNFs you have cuz something fails or somebody punts you and takes you out or you know just all of these random mistakes that you may mm-hmm. you, you may make. You look at his record and it's like Brady. It's just how how do you beat that? You know, how do you uh it's uh, it's staggering, and so you find yourself being a fan and trying to figure out what you can learn from somebody in that in that position. And the crazy thing is, you know, he, he was going to go to Michigan too. I don't know if you're aware of that. I'm sorry, Scott no, Dixon. Was, no, I'm sorry, that was Jeter. My bad. I was say <laughs> and Madonna. I'm sorry. Um, my bad. And just, Madonna. <laughs> you know, just all time greats. Just Madonna saying. did go to Michigan. Oh. All right, so I'm going to ask you, if, if uh, Harbaugh loses to, to uh, Ohio State or Michigan oh, State this year. He's not going anywhere. He's you think he stays? I th- of course he does. Yes, of course he does. You really think he's the answer? I don't want to, You know what? Here's the deal. Uh, I just noticed this. You have come in here, <laughs> which I'm thrilled about, and you come here. You haven't said in a split. You haven't even said, what are we going to do this November? Because you're, you're, you're. I've been waiting for you to ask. Me. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going there. I, and because there's nothing. There's no more gear that you can put me in. Like, yeah, I, that's I, the problem. Like, I've we've already. Run like, out of... Exactly. Like, we're, we're done. We're done. Like, I can't. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't, so, I don't think. But I, I'm not going to go there yet. I mean, I, I just like what I've seen so far. They're running the heck out of the ball. I and I know I, I I might be accused of talking up an opponent, but Rutgers is three and zero, and you know Shiano. Shiano's doing a good job. The, I know they they are three and zero. There's not and, as many weak links anymore. Nope. You know Shiano's so, gonna do we go. well. Maryland can can play here or there. You know they're gonna put up some points. Like yeah, they got there's a lot of schools that can exactly that, that, that can that can surprise you. And at the same time, it's yeah. like whether you're Ohio State, you're Michigan, whoever you are, you're yeah. always gonna get everybody's best shot. Period. They're gonna throw it all at you, and that's where like Shiano. Even with Rutgers last year against Ohio State, like he's throwing every yeah. trick, trick, trick play in the book at no him. No doubt. You never know what can happen. But uh, anyway, uh, before I let you go, how's Letterman? How's he doing? Letterman's doing well. Um, in fact, I'll see him. I haven't seen him much this year, but we're doing a big uh, charity event for my wife, my foundation called Vino for Vets yes. up in Napa mm-hmm. in about a month. And Dave's going to come out. He's going to kind of do a 20, 30 minute MC uh, How cool event that? with uh, with with a well-known vet to uh, to speak about PTSD and all of the things we're trying to raise money for. And so we're excited about that. He's never, you know, it's the first time I've ever asked him, you know, to do, to something, do something like that, but right. he jumped right in and, you know, he just calls me and says he's back to work. But I hear from Dave all the time, every race weekend, tomorrow I'll hear from him, Saturday I'll hear from him, Sunday. You know, Long Beach is a big race, ends the season for us, and he's he's super engaged. I mean, he's watching, paying a lot of attention. Well, Maybe we'll get, you ought to get him on the show. Uh, I would, that would be, I don't even know, I don't, I don't have words for it, to be honest he, with you. He would do it. I'll bet you he'd do it. He, I, I, you he's know a what? big sports I, guy. I, I would love to have him. Um, and going to talk about Ball State. I, I do this for a living because of him. I'm serious. Like, I, awesome. I mean, he is he is an idol. 
of mine. That's awesome. There is no doubt. And when I did the show as a guest, it was an out-of-body experience for me. Yeah. And is, I don't know if you saw the cue cards from that appearance is what's hanging in my green room. I did see that. That is from that one time with Letterman. He's, I did see he's that. an all-time, I mean, that needs to be said. And if you could just say anything to him, my condolences to him on, on Norm MacDonald passing away. I know yeah. he was a big fan yeah, of his. Sure. And that was the last comic to appear on his show, yeah. on his run. So yeah, it's, uh, if you say that, obviously. but um, I'll send him a message right when lucky. we get off here. You're lucky, man. You're surrounded him, by goats. You're surrounded by goats. And thank you for this uh this birthday gift yeah happy birthday i appreciate it my, happy birthday no it's okay my birthday was right when the milwaukee bucks won so it's very nice that you included it, go bucks right yeah, here on it thank you sure i really you appreciate that Aaron, everyone check out uh again the grand prix of long beach the acura grand prix of long beach is this sunday and go to grahamrayhall.com slash vino for vets to make sure that we all uh, jump in and give as much money to your charitable contributions for a terrific cause. I appreciate you coming here, Graham. You're yeah, awesome. Yeah, thanks, brother. Rich. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. Graham hey, Rahal is here. You, Enjoyed that. We got an in-studio guest. Yeah. And the best thing about it is I'm emerging with nothing on the line in November. <laughs> Me too. I took Me the too. cheese every time with this guy. I'm not nervous this <laughs> year. <laughs> I'm happy to. We're back with Michael Smith in a second. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. We've done this before with you. Yeah. Um, I've got three social situations. You are the judge and jury as to what is done. Okay. 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 First one is destination weddings. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's already funny. Destination weddings. I say to my wife, we're going to a destination wedding. We should not give a present because my presence is my present. What do you say, Larry? First of all, where is the wedding? How far is it? Another country. Okay, you don't even go. <laughs> you don't go. You don't go. But it's a close family friend. I don't care. I am not flying 14 hours on a plane yes. to somebody's wedding. I'm not going to do that. Even if it's a nice destination where it's a nice hotel and you're set up? No, 14 hours on a plane, you, you can't even breathe. Come on. So w- what would be the what, the distance from your house that you would... An hour and a half by car. <laughs> That's it. No plane that you didn't. You, okay. know, you don't get on planes for weddings. Right. Okay. Out of the question. Here's social situation number two for you, Larry David. Sure. You're going over to somebody's house. Okay. All right. For yeah. let's say the fight, the Mayweather McGregor fight. This okay. happened to one of our producers, sure. Ken okay. Tulo. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they brought desserts. Fight ends. Nobody's touched the desserts. They like these desserts. Is it okay to take the desserts home? All right, well, we did this on uh, Seinfeld. You did. Yeah, the marble rye. 
Well, the marble. Okay. Here's the thing. Yes. You bring it over. Do they know you brought it over? Yes, they do. Well, if they know you brought it over, then you can't take it. But what if nobody's tried it? You know, it's not like a bottle of wine. A bottle of wine could it's be still, savored later on. It's still it's a perishable. You bring it to the host, right? That's true. The host saw it. Mm-hmm. It's different if the host didn't see it, then you can sneak out with it. <laughs> so if the host never saw it, if the you place it on the it. table and there's no note, yeah, that's when you could take it. If you think if you think you're not going to get caught, yeah, then you could take it. The problem yeah. is though, Larry, is you never know what was looking. The eye in the sky. Well, that's catch that's the that's the gamble. Yeah. <laughs> But if the host sees it, mm-hmm. you, you can't take it. All right. The last one for you, Larry, LD. Shoes off on a plane. Do you have a problem with somebody on a plane? I have a big problem with it. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them on. Okay. You know, d- d- don't make yourself. Th- it's not your house. All right. You're outside. You're in public. I don't want to. I don't want to see your socks. And uh, God forbid you have a little odor down there. Who needs that, right? And I don't even want to know if you do have it. Exactly. It's close quarters. Come on. <laughs> take a couple of mints. Keep your shoes on. So those yeah. who take their shoes off with shorts on and then put their socked feet up on the bulkhead. Oh, God almighty. No, no, no. Oh, God. That is out. Yes. The great LD. Curbs coming back in just three weeks. Oh, yeah. Seems. Oh, boy. Oh. 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Catch tons of Premier League excitement all weekend long on Peacock, including Cristiano Ronaldo and Man United against Aston Villa live Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. Check out the schedule for more upcoming matches and go to PeacockTV.com to sign up today. Uh, AFC Richmond not on the uh, schedule, it appears. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. I hope everything's going on with uh, my favorite football team. There. What music is that, Mike? I don't know. That's on it. That's the promo That's music. In it. That's okay. it. Well done. Well Good done. Uh, brother from another's Michael Smith is joining us here once again to help us take us to his show with Michael Holly right here on NBC Sports on Peacock. What's up, sir? What up, homie? What's up, fellas? How what, y'all doing? What's on, yeah, your, what's, Mike? Mike? what's on your rundown today? What's on your mind? What's on the clock? You. Oh gosh, what isn't? Um, well, um, I'm trying to decide whether to share this only because okay. you know it's all right. there's a chance things could change. I'm not holding my breath. Okay, but I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all in on a little secret since we're in the trust tree, we're in the nest. Okay, um, the fastest woman alive may be joining our show today. Oh, the second fastest woman in history may be joining our show today. Okay. Elaine Thompson Hurrah. Okay. From Jamaica, maybe falling through. Okay. But uh reason I'm not holding my breath is let's just say she got a few things going on. It's okay. No, it's <laughs> she's it, in the news. Yeah. So, you know, for but for now, she's still on the schedule, so she's joining okay. us. All right. During our weekly hit with our boy Chris Sims. Okay. Um previewing WNBA playoffs as well as mm-hmm. the latest in the ongoing Ben Simmons saga. Well, we had uh, Doc so Rivers. Much. We oh, had no, Beckham's coming back. So much. Okay. And 20 years ago. Sorry, Rich. 20 years ago. Yes, right. 20 years ago, the Earth shifted on its axis. Mm. So there's a lot to cover in Brother. Yeah, you're today. referring to Brady, that, Brady getting knocked yep. into the game. And obviously, Michael Holly had a front row seat to all that that That's unfolded right. in New England. Um, we had so, Doc see, Rivers on. I'm covered out of college. That changed my life. Yeah. We had Doc Rivers on the show yesterday, um, and he was all. Hey, you know, my comment about uh, mm-hmm. I can't answer that right now was blown out of proportion. 
in reference to the question about you know whether uh, Simmons could be a, a point guard on a championship team that was asked of him mm-hmm. after that game seven loss. He also said that that their intention is to keep Ben Simmons. They want him back. You know, Trey Young was five of twenty four in Game Seven for a reason. That Simmons is mm-hmm. more than just shooting. What did you make of all these comments from Doc Rivers? Yesterday? Great interview. We used it at the top of our show yesterday. Okay, great. Uh, I love Doc, but mm-hmm. in this context, Doc's full of it. Um, like my mama used to tell me, and like I'm fond of saying, uh, I can show you better than I can tell you. Now, she used to tell me that within the context of about to smack me upside the head or worse. <laughs> but I'm saying, where was all this since game seven? Now, I know Doc's promoting a podcast, which sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Doc could have done this same media tour when all hell was breaking loose. But he didn't because he showed us in that moment, in that emotional moment after game seven, how he really feels. What he's doing right now is saying what's necessary because they rather have Ben Simmons than nothing, but make no mistake about it. They would rather have traded Ben Simmons, but the problem is, and we talked about this last time I was on the show, mm-hmm. problems Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey is the villain in this right now because this could be over if Daryl Morey weren't assigning and affixing such an astronomical price to a player that they have helped devalue, a flawed player that they have helped devalue through this process. And now they want the rest of the league to solve their problem for them. I absolutely loved Joe Lacob getting fined $50,000 for reverse tampering. He reverse tampered yesterday and was like, no, nah, Ben Simmons don't fit what we're doing here. We're not in on Ben Simmons. That's fifty grand well spent as far as I'm concerned because, one, Y'all ain't about to, this is Joe Lacob, y'all ain't about to use us as leverage talking about we trying to trade Ben Simmons when we're not. And number two, it's just a reminder, hey, man, this guy ain't what y'all making him out to be in the market. And if I'm Ben Simmons, I'm not showing up to camp. You could say all these whispery sweet nothings in my ear right now. I'm not showing up to camp. Find me, suspend me, whatever it is you got to do. Because you say you want me now, but the moment... It seems like Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal want to make a move. You shipping me up out of Dodge. You put me on the first thing smoking. And, Rich, this is somebody, as in Michael Smith now, this is somebody who has had zero sympathy for Ben Simmons. I was saying Ben Simmons needed to be up out of Philadelphia before he passed up a dunk, before game seven. And Doc wants to talk about five for 24. Emphasis on the 24. Because if I – because – everybody was settled for Ben Simmons shooting five for 24 as opposed to not shooting at all. That's the problem. So, yeah, he's a great defender. Yeah, he's versatile. Yeah, he's 6'10". Yeah, he's all-star. Yeah, he's 25 years old. Well, if he's so damn good, why don't you keep him? They don't want to keep him. They just have no choice because Maury isn't going to win this trade, and he, he's the last one to realize it. He should have traded him a long time ago, and now media day and training camp is on, is on the horizon, and they got to make the, they got to sleep in his bed that they made. Well, I guess in, um, on top of all that, if, if Doc is saying this because he has to, you got to make it seem at least from your own end that you're willing to keep him and run whatever you know gauntlet you want to run with the local fan base over this, and you know, and 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 kind of show the contract. That was Doc's last comment. Was you know, by the way, he's got four years left on his contract. 
that the same way that the the Packers kind of showed the contract to Aaron Rodgers, we're not trading you, or at least make it seem that way. So there could be, all you need is one team to bite. You just need one team to bite on Ben, and then he's gone. And then you I can move think, forward. I mean, listen, that's the fact that there's a contract, but that contract goes both ways. And at any moment, as we know in professional sports, you can cut or trade somebody, okay? But I know Ben Simmons is the employee. I get that. And they're saying, hey, we, he's under contract. We want him on a team. And if we want him on a team, he's going to be on a, on a team. And if he chooses not to be on a team, we have recourse. Well, Ben Simmons' only recourse is to stay away. I don't believe that a, taking a, a posture of we want to keep the player is going to help them in negotiations because the rest of the league really does know what time it is. They know he's available, but they know that Maury wants too much for him for a trade to make sense for the teams for whom it actually does make sense. Because not everybody is falling over themselves to get Ben Simmons. And the other part of it is with Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers, the Packers wanted him back. Mm. Even though, you know, Rodgers was made to feel like nothing more than an employee. Right. He was made to feel like the clock was ticking given the selection of Jordan Love. The Packers did want him back as quarterback. And they, did, they didn't do anything to suggest that they didn't in the offseason. He was pushing for a trade. On the flip side, the Sixers, understandably so, were so frustrated with Ben Simmons and his lack of evolution that they threw him under the bus and only added to his issues in Philly. Some would say, hey, Ben, suck it up, be a big boy, earn that money, go back to Philly, be a better shooter, win the fan base over, be a championship point guard, be a man about it. I get all of that. Everybody ain't built that way, though. And if you're the Sixers, I wouldn't want somebody who doesn't want to rise to the challenge. It's like stop trying to win the trade, take 60, 70 cents on a dollar, and end this saga once and for all. Michael Smith, I look forward to your show with Michael Holly. Appreciate the two cents right here, brother from another That's coming all up. It was, was two cents. No, it was, uh, it was it was it was That's outstanding. What it was worth. I always appreciate you bringing it. Thanks for the That's call, Michael. Cents will get you a cup of coffee, Richard. <laughs> oh, it's a great cup of Joe. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Michael. Be good, guys. That'll yeah. be good. Thank That's you, Michael Smith. Everybody. I mean, that was a million dollars a game for nine ninety nine. As Jay Z sent. I think he kind of summed up what Phil, you're saying, right? Like, go back out there. I mean, it's the only way, but... Like, well, he echoed what I was saying about I Doc. Was, you know what? I thought, like, could you, <laughs> could you imagine also if um, Simmons went to the Olympics? Right. And played for Team yeah, Australia? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Who wound up playing Team USA a couple times. I could have used him. What if, you know, the gold medal game, he's out there dropping That didn't help the, his shots. optics either. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, what if he had done that? But he didn't. That could have changed a lot of what we're talking about. That's what I'm saying. Like, it could have changed the dynamic, a paradigm, the whole concept of boots on the ground here in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Mm. Thanks for taking in this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. For those on Peacock, stick around. We will literally take you to Michael Smith and Michael Holly's brother from another. Tomorrow's show, Emmanuel Acho, along with Lights Out, Sean Merriman, and the actor Corey Stoll from Billions and the Many Saints of Newark. We'll chat with you on Friday.